Welcome back, dear listeners, to the Pasithea Powder. The following recordings continue the thorny tale of Captain Sophie Green and Dr. Jane Gonzalez, two women from the planet of Cassandra and the secrets they discovered after the war. Last time, Jane continued to butt heads with her colleague, George Moreau, and Sophie made a surprising declaration and an even more shocking mistake. Mistaking it for a ship of others, she fired at a Medean ship captained by her former friendship delegation counterpart, Captain Josephine Crooks. A very special thanks to premium patron Cece Fong and Anonymous, who helped make this episode possible. This is episode 15, Say Hi to Your Girlfriend. Let us begin. You're listening to Jordan in the Morning. And friends, if you like your Captain Sophie Green trine exactly the way it is, you might want to mute me for the next minute or so. Robbie here, with the news that Captain Sophie Green has been recalled to Cassandra pending court-martial. Wow! The powers that be are staying tight-lipped on the reason for this court-martial, which, I should clarify, is being adjudicated by Cassandran military officials, not us in the PSA. And of course, she's innocent until proven guilty, blah blah, but... I would have expected silence from Cassandra, but officials here in the PSA also declined to comment. Which to me says either, we don't know what happened, which is unlikely because, let's remember, Captain Green was on a PSA-led mission to address this shape-shifting alien problem. So either that or the PSA silence means, this is not an interplanetary incident, let Cassandra handle its own. I tend to think that's a more likely scenario, but if that's the case, why not just say so? All I know is that I've gotten a few reports from our contacts on the ground in Santa Pedra, the capital of Cassandra. And they say that reporters are filling the streets where Captain Green apparently lives. Maybe if Cassandra and the PSA won't break their silence, she will. It's been like this all week. Well, Captain Green, when a war hero gets court-martialed, this is what happens. You should be nicer to me, Agent Cullen. I could take you down with me. You could, but you won't. Try me and find out. Where are Salazar and Steptoe? Have they said anything? Lieutenant Salazar has refused to say anything, which is commendable, but ultimately useless, as Lieutenant Steptoe has sworn up and down to anyone who will listen that the entire thing was your idea. It was my idea. They should save themselves. Don't worry about your crew. They'll land on their feet. Easy for you to say. If you wouldn't keep going to the window... Eleanor Lopez has been out there for three days. I swear the woman has not moved. Does she sleep? How is she peeing? Come away from the window. Do you think she's using a bottle? Captain Green. Yeah. I'm fucked, aren't I? Not necessarily. But if you keep looking out that window, those reporters will not leave. I'm not going to talk to them. I'm not... 
I'm not that much of an idiot. Good. Medea's silence is contingent on your silence. That and the fact that Cassandra agreed to handle you. They don't want another war any more than we do. Not with the PSA poised to quash anything that distracts from the others. Well, that and the fact that Josephine Crooks wasn't supposed to be out there either. We don't know that. Don't we? Josephine Crooks in a Medean ship. A new model, by the way, a new warship off all the PSA channels. You're telling me that was above board. It doesn't matter. The difference, clearly, is that Josephine Crooks' superiors sent her there. Yours did not. You knew where I was. You told me half-truths to get me to agree to a suicidally foolish maneuver. That is not the same thing. Those reporters outside don't need you to talk to them. They only need to keep standing outside your door, and the story will continue to grow, and Cassandra will feel pressure to be seen to take punitive action. I'm sending you to Nemea. What?! I have permission from Reina Valencia to send you to a safe house on Nemea if the situation shows signs of escalating. And I would say it does. We can't have this attention on us. Cassandra must be orderly, reasonable, biddable. Qualities that don't exactly spring to mind when I think about you. Jesus, Colin. Fine. When do I go? Almost immediately. Pack a bag. We'll wait until dark. Lopez will still be out there with her pee bottle. We have ways of losing her. Listeners, night has fallen on the street where Captain Sophie Green lives. Only the faraway sound of traffic punctures the silence. Many of my colleagues have given up and gone home. But never fear. I am here for the duration did Captain Green do this time? And what happens next? Stay with me, listeners. We have a long night ahead of us. Sophie, what happened? I mean, I've been hearing things on the news, but I don't know how reliable the reports are. Are you okay? Do you... If there's something I could do, I'd... I mean, I'm half a system away, and my name is Poison on Cassandra, so... But if there's something I could do, I mean, tell me. Okay. Um, in the interest of sharing important news, I... Well, actually, I shouldn't be telling you this. I signed a thing that said I wouldn't, but... Well... The reason I'm here doing this job is because I kept telling you things I shouldn't, right? Anyway, I, I think this might... There's probably going to be an announcement soon, maybe before this message gets through the transit delay. So, the ASD has been provided with a new test subject. A PSA ship located and captured an other on Camaros last night. They haven't told us the details, but there were deaths. That much will be making the news. I'm not planning to be in the room with it. We've got psychiatrists on staff here to work with those of us who do undergo interacting with it, which I hope will help them. My evaluator recommended that I not put myself in that circumstance at present. So I will be... observing. 
as someone else talks to it. They're actually bringing in a psychiatric team for the other to try and figure out if they can talk to it and know they're talking to it and not to themselves. The thing I couldn't figure out when I talked to one. The PSA has more regulations around the treatment of prisoners than we than Cassandra does, and so we're in an incredibly murky legal-slash-ethical place. The only way we can get close enough to another to speak to it is by dosing it with Pasithea. But once it's been dosed, we can no longer readily determine its sapiens because Pasithea alters its consciousness, and we are still not sure how. So, basically, they are asking us to learn as much as we can from a subject so that we can determine whether or not performing medical procedures on it without its consent is torture or not. This isn't supposed to be what my team does. We've been researching ways to reverse Pasithea, not researching the others. There's a team of xenobiologists they're bringing in, but... We're the PSA's Pasithea experts, and until last night, I was their only scientist who'd ever seen another before in the flesh. And... and it's all hands on deck. Yeah. Uh... that's all. I just thought you'd want to know, maybe. Take care of yourself. So I thought they might put me near you, but I guess that would be too convenient. Turns out Nemea is fucking huge. I had no idea. Anyway, I'm way the fuck on the other side in the sticks, someplace called Segment 4, because Nemeans have no fucking imagination, apparently. It's a boring enough place that Cassandra can have an off-planet safe house. <laughs> like, even if Eleanor Lopez knew I was here, she probably wouldn't come because it's so fucking drab. I guess it's the capital of Nemea, too. If I were planning a capital city, I'd put it somewhere a little better than this. Somewhere not hot and flat and boring. But I guess maybe the whole planet's like this? Please confirm. Ugh. I'm sorry. I am not good company. I should not have called. But also I felt like I should at least tell you that I'm here and I'm alright. And yes, I'm being court-martialed. But I guess I'll live. It's just... I thought I had just crawled out from under the recordings, and I thought, all right, here's something. I can recapture that Sophie Green sheen, you know? I did it for the wrong reason! Everything I've been doing recently is like... It's like I can remember the person named Sophie Green, who was the hero of the Azuline conflict. I can remember what I did when, like, we were outclassed by a Median ship and running for our lives, and it was just a matter of outmaneuvering them. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but I also did, you know? Every situation was a new situation, but I was good at it. I think because I was... I really believed in what I was doing. I wasn't distracted. My mind wasn't six different places at once. I wasn't trying to prove anything to everyone except maybe Evelyn, because when wasn't I trying to prove something to Evelyn? But then, after he died, I... I was even better at my job, if possible. I was so... Flying that ship, nothing else existed. I could flip a switch and send every fear into the future to deal with. Even, like, the fact that people loved me. The, um, cockiness. I could flip a switch on that, too, believe it or not. And poof. But now... It's not that I'm rattled. It's not that I'm 
afraid, that I could handle. It's more like there's this huge yawning pit of trying to prove myself that was never there before. I just keep watching myself from the outside. Is that something Captain Sophie Green would do? You know? You don't know. This is such a... <laughs> this is so not a real problem. I just need you to know... I know you hated me, or whatever, because I hated you, or for other reasons, or whatever. At the time, I know you hated me, but I need you to know that I was good at my job. It's not just because people decided they needed a figurehead and I was the flashy one. It's just really important that you know that what you're hearing now... I can be better than this. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> oh, also, I'm being followed. I haven't seen them, it's just that, well, first of all, obviously I'm being followed. Whether it's Cassandra keeping an eye on me until the court-martial or some PSA flunky tapped to do it. I do think it's a true safe house in the sense of no recording devices, but in the street... I've tried taking a couple walks and there's no one in particular, but I just know I have a tail. It's hard to explain. Whatever. So I think the cool new hobby I'm going to get into while I wait to be hauled up is a fun little cat and mouse game. I want to lay eyes on this shadow of mine. Maybe lose them in the park and then let them catch me later. Jury's out. I'll keep you posted. Hey, Sophie. It sounds like they sent you to Faria? Yeah, you're a 12-hour flight away by surface craft. Still, you're a lot closer than you were. I, I was hoping maybe I'd catch you, but you're probably jet-lagged. I'm still in the lab. We're done for the day, but I thought maybe you'd be... <sighs> anyway, I'll probably stay and get more work done. For what it's worth, I think you're talking to one of the people least likely to be convinced by media coverage of a person's character. Also, is there anyone who understands what it's like to be defined by a professional misstep more than me? I get it, I think. I know you're good at your job. And I know you're not Captain Sophie Green the way I'm not Dr. Jane Gonzalez. We're not the people Eleanor Lopez wants everyone to think we are. It's all right to be... Um, hi. Oh, wow. Who's that expression for? Oh. Oh, wait. Is this it? Are you doing your thing? Should I call Eleanor Lopez? Did you forget something, Morel? Say the catchphrase, at least. Captain Green, you are mistaken. It's your bag, right? You walked out without your bag. Here you go. I literally cannot believe that you still do this with her. How dumb is she? What, does she just get off on spilling military secrets to the public or whatever? Who I talk to and what we talk about is none of your business. I mean, no judgment. I don't care if we learn about all of Cassandra's bullshit on the telescope next week. I wonder what other war crimes Sophie Green's committed. Baby eating, maybe? Okay, you are way out of line. No, sorry. My cousin died on the Sepulveda, so I don't really think I am. The Sepulveda was a military vessel. I am sorry about your cousin, but they knew the risks, and we were at war. A war you started. Sure. Yeah, we started it. 
which justifies the destruction of the Sepulveda, the massacre at Letnos, the kids starving to death in San Cabrillo, your little boyfriend and all his little friends getting blown to bits in the neutral zone, and oh, let's not forget inventing Pasithea fucking powder. Okay, that is enough. I'll tell you what's awesome. It's working with someone who's still buddy-buddy with a fucking butcher. Captain Sophie Green is a soldier. A soldier who acted bravely under incredible duress. And I'm sure she did do terrible things because it was a war. And war is a terrible thing. See, I knew about you. I knew. You keep saying you're part of the PSA now and that you don't care about Cassandra, but you still tow their fucking party line when it comes down to it. Do you even hear yourself? That is not what I'm saying. Sure. Yeah. I'll bet you think Isabel Rowley died of a heart attack, too. She was old. She'd had heart problems in the past. It was a stressful situation. (laughs) Well, if you'll believe that, are you sure Captain Sophie Green isn't pulling your puppet strings? Is Reina Valencia making the calls in our lab? Captain Sophie Green has more integrity in a fingernail than you have in your whole body. Please. (sighs) Moreau. You're upset. I'm upset. The war is an upsetting topic of conversation. I think we would both be served by ending this conversation now. Fine by me. I just needed to grab my bag. You do that. Say hi to your girlfriend for me. I... Oh, crap. Sorry, Sophie. I'm... I forgot this was still running. I'm sorry you had to hear that. They're not usually this angry or this... uh. Look, I won't make excuses for them. They're... Mm. I just think they're on edge. They volunteered to be in the room with the other next week, and they're, well, based on my experience, everyone is a little afraid of who they're going to see. So that's probably that. I'll, um, I'll try you again later. Stay safe. Hi, Sophie. It's Anders. I wanted to, um, we just landed to stock up and I heard the news. How are you? Are you still at home? Let me know if I can bring you anything. I'm in Santa Pedro for the next week, and Susan says I make really good sandwiches. You might not... If I were you, I wouldn't be watching the news, so you might not know, but there was that other, the PSA captured on Camaros. Did you hear about that? Ten dead. No one who survived is talking to the media about what they saw, but we know, don't we? Anyway, there was another run-in, not too far away actually, near Argonne. The ship got totally destroyed. PSA again, but, um, there was someone from Cassandra on it. Did you ever meet Elena Navarro? She was a long-range weapons specialist. She consulted with the PSA all the time. Medea, too, before the war. I think people are getting scared. Camaros... Sorry. Camaros is really far away, but Argon's on our end of the PSA, and I think... Between that attack and Elena being on the ship and your, the news about you, people here are starting to realize this isn't just something the PSA is going to solve for us. There's actually some people who have these conspiracy theories that if the others attack Cassandra, 
the PSA would withhold aid unless Reina Valencia agrees to become a PSA subject. I think it's ridiculous, but it has a lot of people talking and, well, I know the PSA does want to absorb us. Us or Medea, anyway. Well, let me know if you need anything. This is an automated message for Captain Sophie Green. You will enter your credentials into the defense portal of the Central Military Court of Cassandra tomorrow at 0800. Await instructions. Well, Dr. Gonzalez, it's on. Tomorrow we find out whether I have to make that career change after all. What was it you said I should be again? A preschool teacher? I still don't see that happening, but maybe you can help me polish up my resume. Just kidding. Mostly. It won't come to that. I'm guessing a highly public and humiliating slap on the wrist. Something like the friendship delegation, but worse, because this time they're saving face at my expense. I know I deserve it, but it is still going to be rough. I don't think I told you. You asked, but I was so wrapped up in... I saw a ship. I told you that. But it wasn't what I thought it was. And if I had really thought about it, applied everything I know, I would have known. I thought it was the others in a stolen ship, but it was Josephine Crooks in a Median ship. And I almost... Well, it doesn't matter. I fucked up, Jane. And it means a lot that you believe in me more than you believe in what you hear. Enough to defend my honor, apparently. Which, amazing. Also, that was Moreau? They sounded younger than I was envisioning. Younger and more pissed off fucking Medeans. Oh my god, an ice cream truck! Hold up, I'm gonna- Wait! 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 I'm trying to- I have money! <laughs> that was... <clears throat> First, I'm getting court-martialed, then the ice cream truck runs away from the... <sighs> Next time we meet up, you're gonna have to buy me ice cream, because I'm not sure I can take much more rejection. <sighs> anyway... Watch it! There's really nothing I can do to prepare for tomorrow. I just keep telling myself the story over and over. It's not about lying. I wouldn't do that to Cassandra. I'll eat it if I have to. It's just about keeping my head up. I have faced down Evelyn. I've faced down you. Wish me luck. Janie. I wondered if you would pick up. For you, always. Don't be disgusting. Janie, you called me. Have you been? Sounds like you're playing real nice for Bernie Moon. Sitting, staying, playing fetch. Does she have you balance a ball on the tip of your nose? I know you're on the Maya Blanc. And sloppy enough to get caught on a recording even after everything we went through together. I always knew you had it in you to be someone's bitch. Just a shame you weren't ours. Why are you on the Maya? Well, I was demoted thanks to you. It's hard to stay an agent of the Queen's Guard when you're the agent who let Jane Gonzalez run her mouth on a PSA channel. It's your own fault. You could have come to get me when Captain Green and I left the bar. What can I say? Thought I was being nice to my asset. Does Bernie Moon give you conjugal visits? Tell me more about how you got fired. They didn't fire me. They just... 
redirected me. To Nemea, tailing Captain Green. Am I supposed to believe that's a coincidence? Oh no, I volunteered for this. It's not every day you get to watch a war hero fall apart. You know, she cried last night for three hours. Every time I thought she might have tired herself out, she just started sobbing again. Honestly, I expected better. Shut up. You asked. You called me, Janie. So what can I do for you? There are things I need to ask you. Mm-hmm. Did you know the Medean ambassador tried to drug me last year? Did you... That man who tried to kill me, the man with the knife, did you plant him there? How... Janie. How did Isabel Rowley die? You have a lot of questions. I'll pay you for answers. You think I take bribes? They pay me more money than I know what to do with. The last time I saw you, you literally ran away from me. That was hurtful. You want an apology? I'm so sorry for running away from you, Blanc. Next time, I'll think about your feelings and not just the looming threat of being electrocuted and thrown back into the Queen's prison. Michael. What? If we're going to chat, call me Michael. It's not like we have a professional relationship anymore. (sighs) Okay, Michael. Are you going to answer any of my questions? (laughs) No! If we're having a conversation, we're doing it in the same room as a scrambler. No more putting my voice on the evening news. Give me an address. When you get to Feria. Fine. I'll be there tomorrow morning. Fine. See you soon, Janie. Listeners, I am in a state of shock. I have news to share, and it comes from the Central Military Court of Cassandra. Late this morning, they handed down a ruling in the matter of Captain Sophie Green and... Well, oh dear, this is going to take some getting used to. Lieutenant Sophie Green, who once made climbing the ranks look so easy, has been demoted. We still don't know all the details, but my sources tell me that the judge referred to grievous errors of judgment on Lieutenant Green's part and conduct unbecoming of a captain in Her Majesty's service. My goodness. Stay with me, listeners. Multiple requests for comment have been declined, and you know what that means. I smell blood in the water. Call it professional instinct. This story, much like Cap Lieutenant Green herself, has legs like you wouldn't believe. This is your mother. I don't hear from you for weeks on end, and then I hear on the radio that you've been demoted? Call me right now, Sophie. I tried to send a letter, you know, like as a character witness, but they wouldn't let me. It's not fair. I'm so sorry. Call me when you can. I'm really sorry. That 
could have gone better. I thought at least we could rely on that famous charisma, but apparently you decided the attitude of the day was I just got sucked backwards through an industrial oxygen source. You'll stay where you are. Don't go anywhere or do anything foolish until you hear from me. I mean it. Nothing. Not a word to anyone. Not a night at a bar, not a one-night stand. Nothing for the news to glom onto. Nothing Captain Sophie Green would do. You are no longer Captain Sophie Green. Be quiet. Be still. Jane? I am. Um, whew. That was bad. Just so, so bad. <clears throat> Stand in dress uniform with a neutral background while people hold planets away decide your fate. Bad. I. I almost said it could have been worse, which is objectively true. I guess they could have thrown me out in airlock or murdered my mother in front of me. But at this point, I'd rather they just busted me down to private entirely or just, just threw me out. At least then I could disappear, blend in. But Lieutenant, half the captains flying these days never even saw action last time around. How am I going to... Yes, Captain, no, Captain, when I know what a Median bomb raid looks like. When I saw those stacked limbs on Tyrannus? Please. <clears throat> I was the only one calling in. <clears throat> they had Salazar and Steptoe there. Steptoe went first, and they got the whole thing from her. She is a much better witness than she ever was a second lieutenant. Perfect recall. Better than mine, even for the stuff that wasn't on the log. They did push her on that. Wasn't she in charge of the log? Why the disparity? And she had an answer for that, too. She said, oh, how'd she say it? Oh, yeah. She said, it's not very nice, but it's common practice to, you know, leave off thoughts and feelings, leave off anything that doesn't have an event or action attached to it. <laughs> it's not very nice. What does she want the log to be a fucking diary? Anyway. Uh, apparently, she and Salazar had feelings about me way before the one time they came to me. And I gotta say, this is my least favorite part of command, when other people's feelings get in the way of me doing my job. <laughs> Which I guess is why I'm in this mess, but I don't come here to be self-aware. I come here to, you know, metaphorically lock eyes with you and then look away. <laughs> Salazar spoke too, but they mostly just echoed what Steptoe said. They're smart. I wouldn't be surprised if they got the tortoise out of this. It wouldn't be a bad first command. They took my commendation away too. What the fuck? I didn't know that was the thing that could happen, but yeah. The queen giveth and the queen's guard taketh away. It's like it never happened, which is funny because I still, I still would have said it was the best day of my life. One of. At the end, the judge said, To see a hero of the Azulian conflict fall from grace pains me in a way few other things have. Good. 
I hope I gave him heartburn. So now I guess I'm waiting until they figure out where they want to send me. I don't know when that'll be or where I'll go. I'm here now. That's all I know. Yeah. It's the waiting that's hard. But don't worry about me. Don't feel like we don't have to talk about this. I'll pull it together. As soon as they point me somewhere, give me something to do. We can just go back to, God, whatever we used to talk about. What's, what's new with you? How's the lab? Say hi to the old farts for me. And Moreau. Definitely say hi to Moreau. Bye. Sophie, I'm... I'm so sorry. Listen, it's a long story. I'll explain later. But, um, I'm in Faria. I completely understand if you want to be alone right now or if you're just not looking at your comms. But if you wanted to talk, I'm... Well, I'm literally here. Call me. Thank you for listening to the Pasithea Powder. This was episode 15, Say Hi to Your Girlfriend. Tune in next time to see whether what happens in Faria. Captain Sophie Green was portrayed by Jackie Hedeman. Dr. Jane Gonzalez was portrayed by Molly Ogin. And Agent Cullen was portrayed by Antal Specter Zabuski. Tennille Chandler was Jordan. Vine Nariani was Robbie. Jackie Andrews was the dashing Eleanor Lopez. Chia Seed was the voice of Anders Lee. George Moreau was voiced by Tim Briggs. Colin Killick was Michael Blanc. And the voice of the computer was Cade Lebron. Ian Andrews voiced the driver, and Monica Ogin voiced Sophie's mom. Narration by The Spiders from Mars. Original music by Annie Moriondo. If you've enjoyed our little story, we hope you'll tell your friends about us and rate and review us on iTunes. You can find us on your favorite podcast player. You can also find us on Twitter at Pasithea Powder or on our website, PasitheaPowder.com, where show scripts are available. To help us do what we do best, please consider becoming a patron. For bonus content and to support production costs, find us on Patreon. Or, to make a one-time donation, visit our Kofi. The Pasithea Powder was created by Bad Wine Productions. Dr. Gonzalez and Captain Green will return in episode 16, Bad Idea. A time of civil unrest, non-hair-related salons, and the most innovative stage magic ever seen in a union house. You know, I don't know if you can tell, but the excitement is palpable out there. Historically, no one's seen anything like this. In 1699, I mean. That is, until it wasn't. God damn it, I don't want to die! I have a reservation tonight! 
Which brings us to now. Berlin, 1933. A time of more civil unrest, artistic pretensions, and rising evil. Where a self-involved set designer... You see these? These are Lamarck's own original notes on the vanishing box. My most prized possessions in the world. An American con man. I'll even lend you the cape. You have a cape? I have a sheet. And a mysterious scientist. Where was it you said you went again? You can't speak its name. Ignore their history in pursuit of the mystery behind... The vanishing box. 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 The Vanishing Act, a rambling absurdity in 12 parts. The show's about Lamarck's Vanishing Box. I remade Lamarck's Vanishing Box. Nothing could go wrong. All right? All right, punch it. <laughs>